Just before the Hanukkah festival, the English language edition has been published of From Time to Time, Journeys in the Jewish Calendar by Rabbi Dalia Marks. The Rabbi Aaron D. Penkin, Professor of Liturgy and Midrash at Hebrew Union College, Jewish Institute of Religion, Jerusalem. Translated by Rabbi Peretz Rodman, with a foreword by Rabbi David Ellenson, the book's chapters are devoted to every month of the Jewish liturgical calendar, and each entry offers readers an introductory prayer of Kavanah, poems, and scripture that relate to the ethos of the month and a reflective analysis of relevant themes and holidays associated with each month. Though initially written by an Israeli for an Israeli audience, this English translation presents a diverse range of perspectives, including traditional interpretations and the voices of feminist theories and modern scholars. The author spoke with reporter Nomi Segal about the book and the interplay of contemporary life with Jewish history and tradition, exploring against the backdrop of the current war, the role of women in the Hanukkah festival. So I think one of the things that unite us as Jews in general is is time. Yes, we were dispersed uh, throughout the, the world for so many centuries and, and, and now too. Basically from the beginning of the Jewish people, we are all over the place. And the one thing that kept us together is our attitude of time and how we observe time. And it doesn't matter what kind of Jew you are, if you're a Yemenite Jew or a German Jew or American Jew, an Israeli Jew, Shabbat will come, it will fall on the same day. And it doesn't matter what what is your observance, if you are in the synagogue or at home or even you know, in the mall or, or doing shopping or if you are observing it uh, with, with friends or out, outdoors. Shabbat is a special day, and I think talking about time is basically talking about everything when when it comes to to Judaism and, and Jewish tradition. And, and the Israeli uh, aspect, uh, since the establishment of the State of Israel, or even before, you have some unique features of time, of celebration of time, and uh, special dates in the, the Jewish calendar that were added, and special ways we celebrate ancient festivals, Hagim, and uh, designated days. So, for so the... this is what I wanted to bring to the English-speaking um, society. It certainly brings additional context to the understanding of the Jewish calendar and uh, certain significance along in the calendar to Israeli society. That's right, and I think especially now, you know, I waited... For quite a while, we waited for this book uh, to come out. We dedicated it to the memory of our teacher, Rabbi Aaron Pankin, who was the president of the Hebrew Union College, a scholar and a rabbi. Um, and uh, now that it's out, you know, we're not in a very festive and celebratory mood uh, because of the war going on. But I think especially precisely now, it is important to talk about Jewish tradition and culture and to kind of um, remember that it is so rich and profound. It's not just uh, being victim or, as they are in the eyes of some, as victimizers, but uh, so much more. And th- therefore, I'm I'm happy that it, uh, it that it came out and that it came out now, just before Hanukkah. Exactly. So, can you share with us some of the insights that certainly tie in with our contemporary situation uh, mm-hmm. from Hanukkah? Right, so we have uh, quite a few uh, chapters that deal with Hanukkah and uh, special aspects of Hanukkah, but uh, when you and I spoke uh, about this interview, what came to my mind is the role and the place of women 
uh, in the celebration of Hanukkah and in the situation that we're out, that we are right now, the centrality of women during the massacre of October 7th and the war uh, that uh, followed it is unprecedented. So we think about, uh, we see women as uh, victims of war, we see women as warriors, we see women as warriors in the war, we see women who are uh, warriors for peace, we see Jewish solidarity among the hostages, but also in Israel during this time. And there's also a sinister and dark aspect of it. We see women who warned about the situation, women soldiers who kept warning about Hamas preparing itself to a major attack, and nobody listened to them. So that's a sinister and, and difficult uh, aspect also. And also uh, what we are witnessing here, and I really don't think I have a language to describe it, uh, and I'm talking about the silence of the women organizations, uh, global world human, women organizations um, in the light of uh, all the gender-related uh, criminal acts against the uh, Israeli uh, women and so that too. There have been subsequently some reference or acknowledgement of that, at least over this past weekend. But tell us then, how do you tie that in uh, right. to the historical aspect in the Jewish right. calendar and the festival? There have been some responses. I would say too little, too late. But uh, yes, well, let, let us talk a little bit about Hanukkah. So I already said that women... Uh, we saw women in this war uh, leading uh, battles uh, in tanks and uh, uh, guarding their um, kibbutzim in a very prominent way. We have women who are warriors uh, that are connected to the festival of Hanukkah. I'm thinking first and foremost about Yehudit, Judith. Her story is depicted in uh, one of the apocryphal books of the Bible, that is to say it was written by Jews, for Jews, about Jews, but it did not make it into the uh, canon of the Hebrew Bible. And Judith, uh, this is probably not an historical story, but it, nevertheless it is an important one, uh, was a, a beautiful wo- widow who rescued her people and slew Holofernes, who was the Assyrian military commander who uh, put a laid siege to her city and uh, threatened to uh, to uh, to occupy it and to uh, slaughter its inhabitants. Um, the men, uh, Jewish men, uh, in this story are remain speechless. That is to say, completely passive. Are willing to give in to the um, to the uh, conqueror. And Judith managed to find her way into the camp of the Assyrians, into Holofernes' tent. And uh, he, she kind of seduces him a little bit, but uh, when he thinks he's going to have her graces, she kills him, she uh, cuts his head off, and the enemies uh, are running away, and the uh, Jews are celebrating their uh, uh, freedom. So that's about women warriors. When I think about women victims um, that are related to Hanukkah, and, and, and we had so many women victims in this um, massacre and, and the war that we're experiencing now. I think about a story that is maybe less known, although it appears in the Bible. I'm thinking about Jephthah's uh, daughter, Batiftah, 
uh, we read about this story in the book of Judges, uh, chapter uh, 12, 11 and 12. And uh, it is telling about the daughter of a judge called Yiftach, or Jephthah, who says, who promises to God that, any, uh, that if he wins a war, then the first uh, one who, uh, who leaves his house when he comes back will be brought, will be offered as burnt offering. And lo and behold, the first person, the first one who leaves the house is uh, to greet him is his only daughter, whom we don't know her name. And uh, he uh, slaughters her, he kills her. Uh, that's a very terrible story that the rabbis are appalled by it and criticizing deeply. But uh, how it is related to Hanukkah, it is told in later traditions, it is not in the Bible, it's in the rabbinic literature, that uh, she was put to death on the first day of the month of Tevet that takes place during Hanukkah. So that's a, that's a very sad celebration or commemoration of her memory um, on, on that Rosh Chodesh. And when I think about solidarity of women, I also think about this day, the first day, the Rosh Chodesh, the uh, first moon, uh, uh, new day of, of the month of Tevet that takes place during Hanukkah, and that's a, a, a day that was celebrated by Sephardic and Mizrahi women, especially in North Africa, as Chag Habanot, Eid Elbanat, the festival of the girls or the festival of the women, where women used to gather together and have a special celebrity. You know, the Rosh Chodesh, the first day of the month, is, is traditionally a festival of women, but on this festival, on this Rosh Chodesh, the first day of the month of Tevet, uh, it was a special, especially celebratory uh, festivity of, of, of women. Uh, and, and one of the explanations was that the women are gathering in solidarity to commemorate and to remember the poor daughter of Jephthah, who was the victim of her father's uh, arrogance and, and haughtiness, uh, uh, willing to um, offer her as a burnt offering uh, to fulfill his words and not to try to avoid it. So that's a, a mark of women's solidarity. We see a lot of that during the past uh, two months. We often see it. Uh, we, I wish we, we didn't have to see it in the context of uh, the massacre and, uh, and of the war, but I think it really stands out as one of the consequences of, of uh, what we're experiencing now. And when I think about this uh, day, the, the first uh, day of the month of Tevet, that takes place during Hanukkah, actually the last day of Hanukkah when the Hanukkah is full, another very important thing that happened was the uh, ordination, but many, many generations later. And that's the, the ordination of the first woman rabbi. I think you and I spoke about her once yes. before, but it's always good to mention her name. Rabbi Regina Jonas, who was ordained in Nazi Germany and later uh, murdered by the Nazis. And I would say that if she was murdered twice or killed twice, once by the Nazis in Achshmam and once because her memory was uh, subdued and she was not remembered until uh, a few years ago when uh, some research is done uh, about her. Well, thank you so much for sharing these both contemporary and historical connections. It certainly shows the ties that we can find. Tell us where uh, can one find now the English edition of this book? You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on CCAR Press uh, website. 
And this is my personal love letter to the Jewish people, bringing ancient traditions and contemporary ones, Eastern, Western, all denomination, and especially uh, stressing the female voice that we often do not hear in classical Jewish sources.